0: Now for our story. It was a gray, dreary morning in Chicago, but Del Shipley's apartment was pleasantly warm and cheerful with that smart sort of gaiety which can be achieved by a clever interior decorator. Faintly, Del could hear the sounds of activity from below, for her living quarters were upstairs over the Golden Peacock, the nightclub she'd been running successfully for more years than she liked to remember. The cleaning women were busy down there now, sweeping up cigarette stubs, straightening tables, waxing the dance floor. They went about their task with silent matter-of-factness in the bleak gray light which filtered through the heavy draperies. Tonight, with the lights, the music and laughter, the fragrance of perfumes and flowers, the place would come alive and Dell would move about, acting a part of hostess, making it go. But now, for a short while, she belonged to herself. She could allow herself to relax, speculate about the future, or think back over the past. She could even forget to smile. (sighs)
1: Nine o'clock. That kid Aunt Mary phoned about ought to be showing up pretty soon, according to the telegram. I wonder how they all are down at the Lane Farm. Aunt Mary didn't say much. <laughs> Funny when I look back, think of Lefty as he used to be after Joyce left him. He was quite a guy in those days. Now he's turned into a dyed-in-the-wool farmer. If I hadn't kept yapping at him, telling him he ought to look up his kid, find Peggy, maybe everything would have turned out different. I'm not sorry, really. Lefty's happy. And he seems to be. He's got a home. He's got Aunt Mary to sort of look after him and Peggy. Peggy. I suppose she'll always stand between us. I guess I've really lost him. And all I was thinking about was his own good. Sure, I didn't want to take the rap for something he hadn't done. I couldn't help it if Peggy got herself into such a spot it looked as if she was mixed up in the murder. But I was supposed to stand around and let him throw his life away. Oh, well. What's the use of thinking about it? It doesn't do any good. I mean.
2: Uh, Mrs. Shipley?
1: Yeah. And you must be Lisa Finner. I got Aunt Mary's wire last night. Come on in, dear. Oh,
2: I hope it's all right, my coming directly here.
1: They told me downstairs you were expecting oh, me. sure. Sit down, hon. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Have some coffee? Oh, no, thanks. I had breakfast on the train. Oh. Well, I'm going to have some more. This is the only time I have to myself all day. I sort of linger over breakfast. <laughs> I was just telling myself I ought to get dressed before you arrive, so I wouldn't be such a mess. I couldn't get up enough steam. Oh, but you look very nice. <laughs> oh, now, look, Lisa. If we're going to get along, we'll have to be on the level with each other, so don't try to kid me. I look awful, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mrs. Shipley, I... Well, I wanted to tell you how much I appreciate your giving me this interview about a job. But since I stopped dancing, I've sort of lost track of Now, relax, of
1: kid. And... If there's anything I can do, I'm happy to do it. You see, Aunt Mary is a good friend of mine. If she's pulling for you, I know you must be okay. Don't call me Mrs. Shipley. Just call me Dell. Everyone does. Well, thanks. (laughs) How were things at the farm when you left? Everything under control? Oh, just fine.
2: They're such lovely
1: people. Oh, they sure are. All of them. Aunt Mary and Peggy and Lefty. But I don't suppose you saw much of Lefty. He's usually out working around the farm, isn't he? Yes.
2: But even so, I got to know him pretty
1: well. What did you think of him?
2: Think of Lesky? Oh, I like him a lot. He's got such a funny sense of humor. Yeah. I thought he was an awfully nice old fellow.
1: Old fellow? Yes, I guess he would seem like an old fellow at your age.
2: Oh, I almost forgot. Aunt Mary gave me this letter for you. I guess it's a sort of letter of introduction.
1: Oh, yeah, I've got it right in my bag. Thanks, hon. Well, I'd better go in and put on a face. Will you excuse me? It won't take long. I can talk over details when I come back.
2: Surely.
1: You just make yourself at home.
2: Oh, I will. Thank you.
1: Hmm, seems to be a nice kid. Good looking. Good figure. Well, perhaps she'll work out all right. Well, let's see what Mary has to say. Dear Dell, thanks so much for. Mm hmm. I'm very anxious not to lose track of this girl. It's just an idea, but I think she may be a clue to something here in Wakefield. Wonder what she means by that now. So please keep in touch with me. I do hope you can see your way clear to come down before too long. There's something I want to talk over with you. I think it will interest you. Lisa's a lovely girl, and I believe she's quite a fine dancer. She's very unhappy at present, but if you can only get her started... I don't know what it is that is troubling her, but you may be able to. Some unfortunate experience which has left her with no faith in her own abilities. Anyway, Dale, I know you'll do the best you can. I love to you and Lily Mary. Oh, nothing about Lefty. Oh, well, I suppose there's nothing to say. I wonder what Aunt Mary means, unfortunate experience. Well... We'll see what happens. No use looking for trouble.
0: Meanwhile, in the other room, Lisa Fenner waited patiently.
2: Mrs. Shipley's awfully kind. Just because I'm a friend of Aunt Mary's. It's nice of her to be willing to talk to me. But I mustn't forget to tell her how long it's been since I danced. If only I was sure I could do it. When I think of getting out there performing again, it scares me. It wasn't very long ago that I said goodbye to Paul here. And now Lance is here. So many memories. So many.
3: Dell, Oh, hello.
2: Oh, Mrs. Shipley's in the other room getting dressed.
3: Well, I guess I'll come in and make myself comfortable. Boy, what a day. When I woke up this morning and looked out of the window, I had to fight with myself to get out of bed. I should have been born in Mexico or someplace. I go for sunshine and lots of it. Yes, I don't like these gray days either. In my line of work, you never see enough sunshine. You stay up until all hours of the night, and of course you... Oh, say, maybe I ought to introduce myself. I'm Lily Devon. What's your title? I'm Lisa Fenner. You are? Well, I'll be darned. Lisa, meet your new roommate. Why? Yeah, Adele and I cooked it up when we heard Aunt Mary was sending you up here. It's still impossible to find a room anywhere, so we had the bright idea you could stay with me. I mean, if it's okay with you. Well, that's awfully nice of you. I did wonder whether I'd be able to find a place to live. But are you sure it won't be an inconvenience? Oh, not a bit. If we don't get along, well, I'll just pitch you right out on your ear. That's fair enough, isn't it? Oh, yes. And I hope I won't have to go out on my ear. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm not really so tough as I make out. I remember the first time I met Peggy Douglas. Like, I just about scared the poor kid to death. But she found out my bark was worse than my bike. I didn't know you knew Peggy. Ah, sure. I know the whole family. Aunt Mary's swell, isn't she? Oh, yes. She's been wonderful to me. I'm sure. That's the kind of person she is. A real good joe. Yeah, you see, Peggy roomed with me when she lived in Chicago, so I got to know them all pretty well. They were having a lot of trouble at the time, but Aunt Mary was always just as friendly and nice as anything. (laughs) I get a big laugh out of Lefty, too. He's always squawking about something usually winds up doing things the way Peggy and Aunt Mary want him to. <laughs> That's right. I've noticed that, too. He's terribly fond of Peggy. Oh, brother. Fond, you say? Why, that guy worships the ground Peggy walks on. And does she know it? She winds him right around her little finger, and he loves it. I guess Lefty's been practically a father to her. Practically? Well, he... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is like a father. Oh, well, anyway, I can see we're going to get along just fine. Anytime things get slow and we don't know what to talk about, why, we'll always have the Lane family. So long as we feel the same about the Lanes, we've got a lot in common.
0: A lot in common, Lily? Yes, perhaps even more than you realize. Lisa Fenner was wondering just how much Lily Devon did not know about Wakefield. Wondering whether she knew Kit Mead, too. She'd have to be careful, Lisa thought. But Lisa had no idea just how smart this wisecracking young woman really could be. If she had any idea of the connection between Lisa Fenner and Kit Mead, it wouldn't take very long for Lily to do something about it.